Hello, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Anne, we're going to talk about a film called Eye in the Sky. Mm-hmm. It stars Dame Helen Mirren, right. Aaron Paul, mm-hmm. and the late, great British actor Alan Rickman. Wonderful cast all the way around. It really is. This is a very military kind of film. Helen Mirren plays a British colonel, Colonel Catherine Powell. And she is kind of organizing this mission Mm -hmm. where they are going to try to capture four terrorists in Kenya. Aaron Paul is an American drone pilot. Right. He's sitting in a very safe place in America. Mm -hmm. And his job is possibly to bomb this particular house in Kenya. And though it starts out to be a capture mission, it very quickly turns into a kill mission because in addition to these terrorists, there's a whole load of weapons in this house. Well, they're suicide bombers, and once they leave the house that is under surveillance, they will go somewhere and possibly murder not just dozens of people, but hundreds and hundreds of people. So there's a real pressure and lots of suspense in this film, particularly as All of the characters have to weigh the consequences of their decisions. Well, what's interesting to me is that this was a great idea, except as they're about to do this, Mm -hmm. a little girl appears. Right. We first see her playing with a hula hoop, Mm -hmm. and then her job is to sit right outside this house and sell bread to the passers-by. Yes, it's her mom's homemade bread, and she sells it daily for pennies. Right. But it's what the family lives off of. Absolutely. And the American and British people who are running this whole thing including a lot of elected officials on both sides, Mm -hmm. are trying to figure out what are they going to do? Are they going to give up this little girl's life to save hundreds, or are they not? Alan Rickman, by the way, plays a British general named Frank Benson, and he is constantly fighting with the politicians in the room with him, the minister of this, the minister of that. Please quote that great line that he has. Absolutely. Because it's so touching that this was the last line that will ever be in a film starring Alan Rickman. That's very, very true. He is being put down by the political people that are in the room with him at the end. And one of them says that he was too much involved with the consequences of this war. And his last line, and I've written it down word for word Mm -hmm. as he walks out the door, is, never tell a soldier he does not know the cost of war. Powerful stuff. Yes. The first few minutes of this movie were very, very technical and military, and Mm -hmm. I didn't think I was going to like it. But believe me, after three or four minutes, I was on the edge of my seat, and I didn't even blink through this entire movie. I think that by introducing the humanity factor in the form of this nine-year-old little girl, Ayla, the film takes on a totally different focus. And instead of, as you said, war being so technical and so on, which it is, all of a sudden it came down to a little girl selling bread. Do we give up her life in order to get rid of the terrorists, or do we let the terrorists escape and possibly disappear forever? Right. The main character, the Colonel Powell part, was originally written for a man. But when the director, Gavin Hood, got a hold of the script, he thought, aha, this would be a great part for a woman. 
And who better than Dame Helen Mirren? Absolutely. She turns in a performance that's very, very tricky. Because she's a woman, she has maternal instincts. There is no question about that. Sure. But she submerges those, and she has almost like ice water in her veins. At times, she is so cool and she's so collected, but she is on a mission of her own, and that is to bring these terrorists to their final destiny. Of course. Whether that's to capture them or whether it's to kill them. And as Colonel Powell, she will not be thwarted again because she has come very close to capturing these four people, and each time they get away from her. Not this time, she says. So she's got her own agenda, which is very, very hard for all of the people surrounding her to deal with. She's a very difficult woman, I'd say. She is a very difficult woman. And what is most interesting about this film is it goes beyond, we're going to drop the bomb, we're not going to drop the bomb, because this goes to the very top of both countries' political parties, including the prime minister, the president of the United States, the secretary of defense. Correct. The secretary of state. I mean, it's astonishing and as the audience, you're going to sit there and say, wow, what would I do? Of course we want to kill these terrorists. Of course we want to get them off the face of the earth and blow up their weapons and everything. But you really want to kill a little girl? And she's an adorable little girl, by the way. Yes. I believe that her presence represents innocence, sweetness, that of a kid who's unspoiled by the war because we do get to see her playing with hula hoops and so on. And she represents for Mirren, in a very cold way, a collateral problem. Yes. It's not that she advocates outright that the sacrifice of the little girl is necessary, but she continues to present that which could be called the greater tragedy, which is the senseless murder of hundreds of thousands of innocent victims. So it is a terrible choice. And when I think of movies that have dilemmas like this, the other one that comes to mind, of course, is Sophie's Choice. That was a movie with a terrible dilemma. This Eye in the Sky has one that is emotionally riveting. Yes. And I do want to give a little shout out here to the actor Aaron Paul, who plays Steve Watts. He's the American who's in charge of, as you pointed out earlier, pulling the trigger and bombing the house. And he does it so brilliantly. It's so wrenching to watch him be on this emotional roller coaster. Part of him wants to end the mission. And then, of course, when he sees the little girl, his finger will not move on the trigger. It was so tender, that moment. Yes, it was very emotional for me watching him. It reminded me in one way of George C. Scott's performance in Dr. Strangelove mm -hmm. when talking about going to a nuclear war with Russia, and he was figuring about the loss of civilians, and he said, how many could we lose? Ten million tops. Right. Now, that was a comedy. It was a satire. We laughed at that. Ten million may be funny in that case, but watching this film about one loss was not funny at all. It was riveting and wrenching. I think Eye in the Sky is a very, very good movie about awful, awful stuff. Yep. We see that the collateral damage in this film is not just physical, but it's emotional. Right. Many, many people who are involved with missions like this, the drone kind of technological war, 
suffer from PTSD. In fact, there were a whole lot of articles written about this recently that like 50% of the men and women that are involved in such a procedure have to go through a lot of rehab afterwards. It's so emotionally draining. Definitely. Another critic wrote about this movie. This is a great movie about a film you've never heard about. (laughs) Right. So that's true. But now that we've told you about it, you've heard about it. And we hope you'll rent it and then tell your friends about it. Because for me, Eye in the Sky is a definite green light. It's a definite green light for me, too. But I realize that in watching it, it really just tore me apart, Mm -hmm. trying to decide on the final decision. But I am certainly giving it a green light. I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant film, beautifully acted, especially by these three major stars. It made me sad to be watching Alan Rickman for the last time. Of course. But the whole thing made me sad. So, two green lights for Eye in the Sky. That's it for us today. We'll be back to review another film very, very shortly. Until that time, my name's Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you don't have to make such a difficult decision the next time you're at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.